Jeweler Radio Plus presents Jeweler Innovations Unlocked. Depression is one of the most common types of mental health conditions. Depression can happen as a reaction to something like abuse, violence, the death of someone close, or family problems. Someone might get depressed after being stressed for a long time. It can also run in the family. Sometimes, in some cases, we may not know why or how it happened. Without the proper care, this mental issue could become deadly. In this episode of Jula Innovations Unlocked, we talk to Assistant Professor Dr. Pirapon Weti Kun, Computer Engineering Lecturer and Researcher of Jula Longkorn University, to learn more about D-Mine an AI-installed application that helps detect people with depression before it's too late. Dr. Peter Pon, first of all, thank you so much for offering your precious time for this interview. Yes, it's my honor to be here uh, to present the app built for Thailand, right. App Demand. And you can call me Ajahn Pop as well. So let's keep this really informal, okay? Ajahn Pop. Yeah. My first question would be, what inspired you, first of all, what inspired you to come up with the D-Mind project? Uh, nowadays, the problem of depression mm. is one of the major problems, especially for kids. Think about suicidal rate nowadays, uh, mm-hmm. it increased a lot. And right. now there is around seven people mm-hmm. per 100,000 of people in Thailand. Seven per 100,000, so that's a big number. That's a big number. Right. And this rate is uh, the rate that they can successfully commit suicide. Wow. That is not good at all. No. The number of people who try to commit suicide is mm. around 78 people per 100,000. That's just for the attempt? Yes, that's oh. for attempt. Okay. So if we can prevent mm-hmm. people mm. who feel depressed and prevent them from commit suicide mm-hmm. and can detect them earlier, that should be very helpful. But nowadays, the number of psychiatry who are in charge of the doctor who is in charge of, of, of depression symptoms mm-hmm. and give the consult to the patient is very limited. I see. The hotline from uh, the men, uh, Department of Mental Health, they have around 10 to 12 staff mm. at the same time. Right. Uh, for one year, uh, uh, think about that, they, they have to accept around 200,000 wow. who make a phone call to them. Mm. And so the number of staff is very shorted. And for wellness center at the university as well, Mm. They have office hour, but depression symptom is is not. It's, it's around the clock. It's twenty four seven. Yeah. Right. By this problem, automatic AI pre screening system for depressive symptom mm. is very important. So the D in D mind stands for detection. Detection. Detection because we want to detect a, a patient mm. or people who have the depressive symptom. Right. Uh, as soon as possible. So in this case, D mind stands for. Detection and Monitoring Intelligence Network for Depression. Oh, so the entire D-Mind is an acronym. Yes. Right. Now, mental disorders, I would say, are linked to doctors, health professionals. How did engineers, or in your case, you know, computer engineers, get involved in this project? Okay, so for me myself, uh, I'm a professor in computer engineering. Mm-hmm. So my specialty is AI. So uh-huh. this app, need to use AI, right? Mm-hmm. And software development. So that is my domain of specialty, you know. Okay. And um, I got into this app because of Adan Sorapat. Mm-hmm. She from Department of Psychiatrists from Jura Hospital. Right. She is one of, uh, she is PI 
for this for this application. Okay. Doctor. Oh, principal investigator. Okay. The main the main guy. Okay. Yes. So in this case, this application is a collaboration between j u l a l o n g k o n Hospital. Yeah. From Adan Sorapat and from Computer Engineering from me. Right. So combined together, we have knowledge from two 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 side. From doctor domain okay. and from AI uh-huh. combined together. Ah, okay. What is the most important thing that you've learned once you joined this project? Wow, a lot. Because uh, to be able to implement a good AI model, we need to understand the problem. Mm. And so in this case, uh, we learn a lot from the doctor, and doctor learn a lot from us as well because we need to exchange the knowledge mm-hmm. in order to make our apps. Uh, suitable for everyone uh-huh. for this domain. So, how does the mechanic work, and how does AI become applied to all this? Wow! Uh, for this system or this application, we use a lot of AI mm-hmm. to make it similar to doctors. Right. Uh, nowadays, there are many tools that that patient can have self diagnosis, but the problem is with self evaluation mm-hmm. form or self questionnaire. Right. Normally, patient tend to. Uh, underestimate or overestimate, but with AI, mm-hmm. we try to make it similar to doctors. From our apps, patient can have avatar that they can talk to, okay. and the app can record their face mm-hmm. and can notice what happened. So there's facial recognition as well. Yes. Okay. So this app, they analyze facial, analyze voice tone. I see. Ah, uh, whether they crying. Mm. They have some uh, monotone in their voice, okay. or other things. And apart from that, they uh, we transcribe the content from their voice to be text, okay. and analyze the con- uh, the text content directly. So from this app, it's similar to doctors that mm. uh, we can understand facial expression, yeah. voice tone, and mm. content all together. So how accurate is the AI evaluation when compared to human? Doctors' evaluation more than 80 percent. 80 percent. Yes, for binary classification. Binary mm-hmm. classification means we can detect that they have some problem. In that case, uh, it's more than 80 percent. So what happens if we detect that somebody is depressed? From this application, mm-hmm. uh, the result we can grade the patient into four categories. Okay. First one, normal. Mm-hmm. They don't have depressive symptom at all. Mild, mm-hmm. moderate. And severe. Severe. Yes. At the moment, we mm-hmm. have a collaboration with uh, hotline from Department of Mental Health (DMH). Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if they have, uh, they are in category of normal or mild as well. Okay. We can suggest them something. But for moderate, if patient they feel free to give us the contact, we have some uh, some staff uh, contact them back within the day. Oh. But if they categorize as severe. Severe. The uh, the staff from Department of Mental Health will contact them back as soon as possible. Right. So we can save life if something happened to them. Being detected as having uh, abnormalities in your mental health could be seen as a stigma in Thai society. In a, using this application, can you remain anonymous, or do you have to like inform your name, age, contact details? No? Oh, it's it's completely anonymous. When they first use app. They do not need to give a name, any information. But after they know that they have some problem, okay, uh, we ask them that do you want us to contact them back? Okay. If they if they willing, in that case they can give us the contact and we can contact them back. 
except from that completely anonymous. How long did it take for you to complete this application? Normally it's around, uh, on average, three minutes. And maximum is seven minutes though. Okay, three to seven minutes, right? Now, from the creators of this application, how much time did you use to create this? Weeks, wow. months, year? Wow, <laughs> since 2020. Right. Until now, and it's still continuing. You're still developing? Yes. Okay, so my next question will be, all right, so from the day that you launched this application until this very day, which is about mid-2023, uh, how many people have accessed this application? And of the four categories, which one do you find most? Since the official launch of this application uh, this, until this very day, how many people have accessed this? And how many of the four categories is the highest? We released this app since uh, end of May last year. 2022, okay. Yes, until now, um, around 140,000 people using this app. Okay. And uh, again, the first day to use, use this app, uh, their first they use uh, self-evaluation. Okay. And if they feel free to open their face mm. and turn on the microphone, okay. they can continue the part that like a deep analyze with the doctor, with oh. the avatar. Okay. In this case, uh, around 10,000 people okay. open the, uh, the facial, the camera, mm -hmm. and the microphone. I see. And among 10,000, the category that, that have the most people mm -hmm. is my depressive oh, okay it's around 5,000 for moderate category is around 2,000 and severe is around 200 people so these 200 people according to mental health studies they're at the brink of committing suicide yes oh. at the edge of committing suicide 200 people okay think about if we can save 200 people life mm -hmm. that's a lot yeah and normally for uh, severe and moderate we forward this, this, this group of people okay. to uh, the staff at hotline. Okay. So at the moment, staff over there, they contact the patient back around uh, 1,200 people mm -hmm. already. All right. So think about that. Yeah. This number that staff can help mm -hmm. and can save is a lot. Uh, is it like cancer? Like the, e the earlier you detect, the easier to cure? Uh, yes, for depressive symptoms. If they feel severe and they feel that they're hopeless, mm -hmm. and, uh, they need someone to talk to. Okay. So if we can manage to have staff to talk to them okay. and manage their thought record, that what should they do? Uh -huh. they, uh, we believe that we can save their life for sure. Right, not only saving lives, but this application obviously saves time and money. Uh, first of all, I have to say that it, it's, it's maybe a bit difficult to evaluate into mm. the price or cost, but Think about this app, we aim to create this app because of the shortage mm. of the staff. Yeah. So in this case, if we have 200,000 of people mm. call to hotline, yeah. uh, we cannot rank them right. because all the line need to talk to humans. So in this case, if we have AI, right now we try to integrate our apps into the hotline system. Mm -hmm. So we can increase the number of maybe 200,000 to be 600,000. Okay. And then we can uh, rank them. Mm. So the one who have moderate or severe mm -hmm. symptoms can have shortcut or shorter time off of the queue ah. to see the staff. So they get like a little fast track. Yes. Once they go through the evaluation. Yes. Right. Now, many people who have mental conditions or may have mental conditions um, don't really know that they are sick and don't know that they need help. So this application really does come in handy. 
for this application, uh, I have to say that uh, it's good for people who want to check themselves first without want to see the doctor. Right. And one one of the use cases that is very uh, touching is uh, when P, uh, the patient talk to the app and they give us some feedback. They feel that uh, they can talk everything to the app because uh, they don't need to feel shy right. to talk about their secret because mm. everything is anonymous. Right. So they can talk and some people even cry in front of the camera because of when they ventilate or they talk what they feel mm-hmm. in front of the camera. Right. They, they can they feel that, okay, they, they don't need to feel shy. Okay. They can talk their secret. Mm-hmm. That's the first case. Mm-hmm. And another thing is that uh, for some career job, for example, uh, I'm a teacher. Okay. If I have mental problem, that maybe affect my job, right? Yeah. So in this case, if I talk to the app and no one knows my secret, right. I can feel that, okay, I talk to the app, mm-hmm. I pre-screening myself, myself mm-hmm. and if I know my stage that, okay, I have severe problem, mm-hmm. I tend to f- seek for help earlier and, and better okay. in this case. Can this application prescribe drugs? Or do you have to go to the doctor? You have to go to the doctor mm-hmm. because it's, it's just first diagnosis though. Uh-huh. But that is the second phase for our app that, okay, after we know that uh, you have severe symptoms, we mm-hmm. try to identify the problem uh-huh. and give to the doctor because uh, we don't want the, the treatment process. Mm. Normally, treatment process is come from doctors. Would you agree that Assessing mental health in Thailand is some kind of a stigma. You know, you go to the uh, psychiatrist and people think already that you're crazy or something where they're already depressed. I mean, and how do we solve that? Uh, that's why we have apps because mm. uh, a patient can self-diagnosis first. Right. And if they know that they have some problem, mm. they can confident and go to see psychiatrist. Right. I'm sure you had many success stories. Can you share with us a few? Um, we have the case that reported from um, hotline that they call and try to contact people mm-hmm. uh, who have severe symptoms. Yeah. And, and they said that if they don't contact this, this, this guy within this minute because for severe symptoms, yeah. uh, they tend to commit suicide uh, at any time. Mm. By this case, they contact back and they found that this case is severe. They send the help immediately to the house and right. get get this patient to the hospital ASAP. Mm. So in this case, that is one of the success story right. that we can save life for real. I see. What is the next step of your research and development of this project? The next step of R&D is at the moment, uh, we try to improve the accuracy mm. because... Uh, uh, you said 80%. 80%, Which but is it's, good. it's not enough. Not enough. Oh. We want 90% mm, and mm, it mm. went higher than that. Okay. So in this case, uh, we try to make our apps first one more accurate. Okay. Second one more user friendly. Mm. Think about Facebook. Mm. It's launched more than ten years now. Yeah. But but it still keep improving. Mm. So for in terms of apps and software, right. it's never stop developing. We try to make the apps is more user friendly, mm-hmm. more easy to use, mm-hmm. and can be integrated with any other apps. Ah. Right now we uh, you can use Dmai from Prom. Yeah. And you, uh, at the moment, we integrate uh, DMI with Jula Next for students at Jula. Okay. And you can use DMI from other apps as well, such as Agnos mm-hmm. and other apps. So, um, in this case, DMI can be accessible for everyone. Yes. And the third one is uh, second phase DMI stands for detection and monitoring. 
So we are at the edge of the second phase. After we detect, right? Mm-hmm. We send the staff to help, right? Yeah. We may want to monitor them. Okay. So at the moment, we try to make the second phase called DMI Plus that can <clears throat> communicate and monitor the, the symptom for the patient. Like, mm-hmm. okay, moni- um, have notification service that okay, what happened to you today? Okay. Do you want to talk? Uh-huh. Ah, so so in this case. Patient can keep coming back to our apps and try to ventilate and try to use the app right. to make them feel less depressed. Does this mean as soon enough this application will secretly listen to your conversations or detect your chat? Ah, okay. Uh, for the monitoring phase, right? For the doctor, normally mm. we have some something called cognitive behavioral therapy (CBT) mm. that uh, patient come back and maybe. Try to do something called breath exercise. Breath exercise. Yes, mm-hmm. thought record. They mm-hmm. can make a what 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 do they think today? So they can organize their thought mm-hmm. and many other many other exercise in the app that they can do. Right. So they can come back and practice and can monitor. Mm. And we can keep keep access and evaluate their status. Though you have the English version yet? Uh, not yet because I have to say that this app is for. Uh, Depression for Thai people, right? Mm-hmm. And normally for Thai context. Okay. Uh, we feel sad, sour. Mm. We want to uh, don't have energy. Right. Uh, so it is based on Thai language. How many versions have you had so far? Wow. The, um, the project, this project starts since 2020. So okay. there are maybe two or three versions already because. Already. From this project, we have maybe two or three group of student generation. Uh-huh. Okay. Try to keep improving this project, and even right now as well. Yeah, until as we speak. Yes. Until right. as as we speak. So right you now. guys have dedicated so much time and money into developing this, right? Yes. In terms of financial, at, uh, at first we got support from University Technology Center, mm-hmm. and at this stage we are part of AI for Mental Health, mm-hmm. uh, AI Med, which is Center of Excellence. For developing AI for mental health project. Right. So in this center, there are many projects that part of this center. Mm. For example, DMI, the depression, automatic mocha as well. That for elderly people. Ah. That want to check their mental health or their brain. Demen- dementia. Dementia. Mm-hmm. And some other project as well. As a um, computer engineer, how would you speculate AI? Uh, to be what we call part of our of human lives in the next five, ten years, twenty years from now. Um, I have to say that right now you heard a lot. Of AI is more powerful mm. because we have lots of data. Right. We have better techniques. We have uh, the server that is more powerful. Mm-hmm. You heard about ChatGPT, right? Yeah. Right. ChatGPT, that that uh, generative AI. AI can draw. AI mm. can do many things. So in the future, AI will be part of. Almost everything, especially for healthcare. Right. For example, right now we have AI for mental health. Mm-hmm. Another of my project, I have AI that for uh, GI gastrointestinal tract. Right. Yes, for endoscopies mm-hmm. to check that whether they have polyps in their colon. Oh. So again, and AI can be for Pakistan as well. Mm-hmm. I have project with doctor from Pakistan. Right. That uh, maybe we can diagnose like a Parkinson severity level okay. based on the AI, using AI as well. Okay. So in this case, AI come into everything. I see. Now my last question would be, seeing the success from uh, DMind, which is a, an application which uh, has AI uh, embedded in, if people 
who have zero knowledge in artificial intelligence and want to give it a try, want to learn, how should they start? And you know, what's the career path in all this? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I have to say that nowadays, if they want to start to learn AI, there are many online learning systems a lot. Mm. At Jula, we have something called Jula MOOC. MOOC, uh, Massive Online Open Course. Yes. Okay. Uh, right now, we have course from our department, many courses. Mm. And we also have course Big Data and Data Analytics. Okay. That they can start learn how to use AI. Mm-hmm. And we also have the course uh, Practical Data Analytics. Okay. That they can start using AI. As so in writing programs? Yes, writing wow. programs. And Python as well. Mm. So in this case, if they want to know what AI is capable, can do for them, mm-hmm. they can start from this course, and if they feel interested, okay, they want to implement AI, mm. they can contact professor from our department as well and right. co- to do collaboration work. Which uh, the beauty of the MOOC or Massive Online Open Course is it's free of charge. Yes. All right. Ajahn Bob, I have to say that your uh, achievement is astonishing, and I'm sure that you have saved so many lives and will soon enough be saving so many lives to come. So uh, in the R&D process, I'll leave you to your job because I'm sure you're a very busy man. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Chula Innovations Unlocked is produced and presented by Super John Klinsawan. This program is brought to you by Chula Longhorn University. Thank you.